Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. For those of you new here, the Deep Roots at Home website was founded by Jackie in 2011. As a retired RN, longtime homeschooler, past Lyme sufferer with a love of preventative natural medicinals, Jackie has encouraged women for years now. Our desire is to spread truth and important information during these recent deceptive times, as well as the practicals of homemaking and all things beautiful. Whether you are listening in the car, while you're making dinner for your children, or sitting with a relaxing cup of tea, welcome to the podcast. talking about live blood cell analysis with Julie Formby. Please bear with us. We had a little bit of connection issue, but stay tuned for some amazing info. You're going to get a lot out of this. Welcome back to another episode of the Deep Roots at Home podcast. I'm your host, Abby Grace, and I am excited to have you here today. We are welcoming today Julie Formby, who's the owner of yournewvitality.com holistic health from a biblical perspective. Julie has a wealth of information to share with us today and a little bit of history. She has used natural health care since high school. She had a friend who had MCS who helped educate her on how to protect herself and her family. And then after her father was diagnosed with stage four kidney failure and he was helped by many natural health care practices, she went to school and was certified in the many, many areas that you uh, can see listed on her website. I'd encourage you to check that out. Julie took a seven-year sabbatical to help her husband in his business until COVID hit. And then during COVID, she became certified in live and dry blood analysis. And she has restarted her healthcare practice, incorporating all these things. Julie's a wife and a mother of four adult children, and she has so much to share with us today. I'm excited to hear all that I'm going to learn today. Um, we are going to talk about live blood analysis. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you so much, Abby Grace. I appreciate the introduction. It's great to be here. So tell me, um, for those of us that don't know, tell me just right at the grassroots, rev- at the grassroots level, what is live analysis? All right. So live blood analysis Uh, What we do is we prick your finger, put it on a slide, and put a slip cover over the top of it. The blood is free to flow and move, and you can observe um, other things moving and pulsating within the the blood and within the plasma. And that's contrasted to other blood analysis, like that you would get with a hematologist, where they do a smear on a slide, they stain it, they put a slip cover over it and observe it that way. There's no movement in the blood. There's nothing alive in the blood at that point. So there's a big difference. And it's really quite fascinating. I can look at blood for hours and hours, just very, it's mesmerizing. And I believe just gives you a sense of awe to God's creation when you're looking at blood and seeing just the different characteristics of blood cells. You can see pathogens, so you can see toxins in the plasma of the blood. You can see various bacteria, viruses, um, parasites. 
and we see all kinds of parasites. So it's just fascinating and it's interesting to watch the the electrical charge of the blood. Like there's some people who the blood is just stagnant and it's still, it doesn't move at all. And there's other people where it's very active and it's moving and you see, you know, phagocytosis happening with the white blood cells as they're moving around tagging different things within the plasma and the red blood cells themselves. So it's just kind of a world <laughs> of its own and it's really, really quite fascinating. So I guess, I guess it goes without saying that you want the blood to be moving, you don't want it to be stagnant. Correct, yeah, that indicates a good electrical charge on the blood. There is some movement when you're moving the slide around on the stage, you know, under the objective. Um, which is what magnifies the, the view of the blood. There's some movement from that, or if you put pressure on the slip cover, but in general, you can just be sitting completely still and you can see the blood flowing and moving. What are the things, yeah, that, cool. what are the things that live blood analysis can tell you that you can't see with a, a dead blood slide? Um, I wish I could answer that because I haven't been trained in the other type of blood analysis like that you get through hematologists. Um, I would say basically you're seeing the difference is just that you can see the movement and you can see activity versus things being fixed under a slip cover. So you can see many of the same characteristics that um, hematologists look for, which is like misshapen red blood cells. And that will indicate different uh, nutritional deficiencies or if there's toxins or even if there's some genetic anomalies. So I've looked at people who have like thalassemia, which is really tiny red blood cells. And yeah, you actually see a difference between those and the rest of the red blood cells in their, their body. And um, you can see like fungal forms like candida and other types of fungus. Um, but hematologists look for a lot of the same things, but then they treat it with pharmaceuticals versus treating it with um, nutrition or supplements. And right. I think that's the main difference is how you go after it. I mean, of course, as a natural healthcare practitioner, I don't treat, but right. I, you know, support the body and try to supplement what's what's missing. Right. So what what actually got you into this? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. So. In the office where I was working, most everybody was vaccinated. And I started having very heavy menstrual cycles, sometimes bleeding for 40 days at a time, very oh. heavy. Yes. Wow. And that started happening about April of 2021. And so I thought, okay, let's try to get to the bottom of this. Is there a way to really test and validate that this shedding is a real thing, shedding from people who've gotten the COVID injections? And um, I started asking around, trying to find if there were tests that could be done to test for 
spike proteins in the actual organs. I mean, just like the biodistribution study that they did in Japan, where they found that there was a, a high affinity um, of the spike proteins for certain organs like ovaries and spleen and um, trying to think what the other organs are. There's quite a few, but um, I was like, well, I wonder if I have a high concentration of these spike proteins in my ovaries. Is there somebody who can biopsy them? You know, right. and there's nobody that could do it because everything's so new and we're learning something every single day just because it's such a brand new thing. And, you know, things are developing as, as quickly as, as they can, but we're way behind the ball. So I found a live blood analyst in Denver and started working with her and my blood looked good. So I was really surprised. I thought I would probably have clotting if I was having these menstrual issues, but I wasn't having clotting and clumping in my blood, but it did, it did clot and clump later. And it was based on, you know, a short exposure of a couple hours to someone who had just been vaccinated and we were in very close contact in my office. I wasn't in super close contact, like skin or, um, you know, breath necessarily just kind of you know, in the same room. And so I probably had like a lower concentration, but when my blood started clotting, it was right after having close contact with a family member, a couple of family members who had had the, the shots. Gotcha. And um, so, yeah, that kind of began me on the whole quest of, I want to be seeing what's going on with my blood <laughs> and not right. have to, you know, go rely on somebody else. So I got certified in it and have been experimenting with various things that I'm learning about through other practitioners, other people, doctors, um, others around the world who are doing the same thing and they're reporting on what's, what's working for them. Um, I've been implementing the same thing within my practice and seeing some really good results. So I've been working with people who have long haulers syndrome, some pretty severe people who weren't even vaccinated, weren't even injected, and they're having severe symptoms just from being around other people who've been vaccinated or uh, from COVID itself. And then working with everything in between and a lot of people who are just interested in working on their health and improving their health and making sure that they have you know, the full complement of, of nutrition that they need in order to have a healthy body. And I really feel like, you know, the life is in the blood. And if you can use the blood as a guide for balancing things in your body that are off, then, you know, everything else is going to flow from that. If you have healthy blood, you have a healthy body, basically, because it starts at a cellular level. I am seeing a lot of what's referred to, I really wish that we had video because I could show you pictures, but people can go online and look. Um, I have examples of different types of blood conditions that you see, but I'm seeing a lot of um, what's referred to as protein linkages or Rouleau patterns. So protein linkages are you can see the blood flowing on the slide and then you see some cells that are stuck down 
It's like they're pinned down with a tack and everything else is flowing past them. And these cells have kind of like a pumpkin seed shape where they're pinned down. Hmm. You see that a lot with um, sticky plasma or if there's fibrin in the plasma and that fibrin is super, super common with COVID, with the injections, with shedding. And the fibrin in the background or the plasma of the blood, you see it, it's kind of like a scratchy crosshatch pattern. And um, that'll hang up the blood and keep it from flowing properly. And you'll, you can even watch the red blood cells like flow around these, like if there's a, a clump of fibrin, you can watch the blood cells flow around them versus just getting stopped at the fibrin, which you also see that, but it's fascinating to watch them flow past things. And then there's rouleau patterns, which are like um, chains of red blood cells. So you wanna see the red blood cells round, plump and separated, not overlapping. And when they overlap, they're usually in chains and they call that rouleau. Okay. And then in severe cases, the red blood cells will turn to the side and they'll stack like pancakes or coins. So that's really severe when you see that. And the reason that that's a problem is that it reduces the oxygen carrying capacity of your cells. So you see this in people that have severe COVID and usually it takes about six months for this to clear from the blood to where you don't see these rouleau patterns and these protein linkages just naturally. But as a practitioner, you can help clear that up sooner. So we do that through supplementation. And what works with that you're is, saying, uh, you, yes? You're, you're saying that if I have COVID and I'm sick for a week or two or three weeks, that it's six months before my blood is actually getting back to normal? It can be, yes. It can take that long to clear the spike proteins from wow. your body to where it's not affecting your blood. Right. But then with supplementation, we can speed that up. Right. So, you know, we've all heard that natokinase and seropeptase are important during COVID because of the clumping and the clotting that people get. Um, it's important to keep doing that even after COVID. Mm -hmm. And that'll help clear it up quicker. So those proteolytic enzymes go in and dissolve those fibrous structures, the fibrin that's that scratchy stuff in the, in the plasma of the blood and help release that so you don't have the clumping and clotting anymore. It just makes the blood really sticky. Right, right. So what are the things you've been able to do to help uh, some of these patients that, um, you know, you're seeing these issues with? Yeah, so I have a lot of people who come to me with like brain fog, fatigue, um, shortness of breath. Uh, they're having problems with like their blood pressure and heart rate. Um, those are kind of the typical things that I'm seeing that are COVID related or related to the shots mm -hmm. or shedding. And with supplementation, we're able to resolve that. So one of the things that I'm seeing that's very helpful if someone's extremely compromised is taking um, desiccated spleen because the spleen is one of the organs that has a high affinity for the spike proteins. 
And that's also an important organ for red blood cell formation. So if your red blood cells are looking funky, you know, they're misshapen, they're misformed, then you want to support the spleen in order for there to be, you know, proper red blood cell production. Well, that's not something you hear very often. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we're also seeing a lot of neurologic issues. And so I use a protomorphogen for the nerves to help rebuild that structure. And the way that a protomorphogen works is it acts as a decoy. You take it on an empty stomach, just like you do a proteolytic enzyme. And the body will recognize that protomorphogen and go after that. If you're having any autoimmune types of issues, it'll go after that and allow your body to heal the nerves instead of attacking the nerves. Does that make sense? It acts as a decoy. Okay. So we try to feed the nerves, but also take the pressure of the body off of that system and let it rebuild through a protomorphogen. Um, I'm using lots of proteolytic enzymes. I'm getting ready to try a new product that actually Jackie has recommended to me for uh, clearing up the, the fibrin and the stickiness in the blood. She recommended biofibrin. So I'm very excited to try that. Yeah. Um, we're also seeing a lot of toxins in people's blood. So you get that, you know, from the shots. So I'm seeing some people that are pretty messed up from the shots. And uh, Jackie also has been using successfully the advanced TRS product. I've been using charcoal and I've been using other ways to detox the body that focus on the liver and the bowel, uh -huh. but I'm eager to try the TRS product and see what I, what changes in people's blood. Right. So we're going to be experimenting with that and just clearing out those toxins. It's interesting. You mentioned TRS uh, because I just had um, kidney surgery and um, I just started the TRS myself to help with uh, cleaning out all of the anesthesia and all those chemicals and things that I had to have. Yeah, it would be fun to see your blood before and after. Uh, wouldn't that <laughs> like be? Like before you took all that and after. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. So do you have um, any success stories to share with us? Oh, yes. I have plenty of success stories, <laughs> which is, it's still amazing to me. Um, like, I don't say it with pride or anything, but it's just amazing to me because I'm like, well, okay, according to my training, 
you know, and what makes sense with how the body works, you know, this should work, let's give it a try. And, and I'm still like always amazed when it does. Mm -hmm. So it's just pretty cool. So I do have uh, people who are taking the desiccated spleen and the desiccated nerve uh, protomorphogen and seeing some very good results with that. Uh, for some people, it's a slower path to recover than others. Um, there are many, many, many parasites these days. Um, there's evidence that there's a parasite component to the to the injection, the COVID injection, that it's um, like integrated with bacteria from parasites and related to parasites. Like there's a an interplay and a mixture of the different um, genetic components that are included in that vaccine. And so we are seeing a lot of parasites, but then also you're gonna see a lot of parasites if there's a lot of toxins, there's kind of a symbiotic relationship between the two. And so you have to clean the toxins out and clear those out before you can get rid of the parasites. And so uh, that's something that we're working with people a lot. And we're seeing you know, good results with that, with reducing the number of, of parasites in people's blood as we get the toxins cleared out. So that's always good. And um, yeah, just people that were having a hard time functioning and were super, you know, exhausted, weak, um, people that were very healthy and active and ate well, just knocked off their feet. And I see them recovering and their blood looks completely different from when they started working with me. So quite a few stories. So have it's you rewarding. <laughs> Have you had people come to you that, um, let's say that they got the vaccine and then regretted it? Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> yes. And that must I'm definitely so, seeing that. That must be um, interesting to see what their blood looks like when they first come in versus after you've worked with them. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, the best, some of the best blood I've seen are people who've been vaccinated but interestingly they were drinking like alkaline water and they had the most plump full round separated cells of anybody that i had seen <laughs> and they had been vaccinated so, so it was really that? surprising and that tells me a lot about alkaline and structured water oh so you're that saying it really does make a difference it 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 broke up a little bit. So you're saying because they were drinking alkaline water? Yes, I believe so. Alkaline structured water. I think that it minimized and mitigated the effects of the vaccine. Unless they got a different lot number that was not as, you know, complicated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then I've also seen some good results. Um, I've had people come in and have the reload patterns that we were talking about with the chains. And they used a beamer for eight minutes. And then we took their blood again and their cells were separated, plump and full. What is a beamer? A beamer is, I believe, a pulsed electro 
magnetic frequency mat, like a grounding mat? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. So we've experimented with ozone therapy and also with um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And interestingly, it was quite puzzling when we looked at it at first because the blood looks way worse <laughs> after you do those therapies, yet people feel better and they're able to breathe. And it's something that assisted people during COVID instead of having to, you know, use a ventilator or go to the hospital. So we were puzzled about this, but we believe that the reason is because that it, you know, oxygen oxidizes. So it causes oxidative stress in the cells, but you are getting the oxygen into the cell, which enables it to get to the rest of the body. So you have to wait. And over a period of hours, we noticed that the blood separated and looked better than initially right after one of those therapies. So, so sometimes it, it's it a matter of timing. Ah, right, right. So sometimes it takes a little time to show the benefits in your system. Right. Even though somebody might feel an immediate relief, which that's good. It's good. Yeah. I've heard a lot of, you know, very good stories about people using ozone and hyperbaric oxygen therapy during COVID. So it's good that it makes a difference. Product, have you ever heard of a product called cell food? Uh-uh. Tell me about it. Well, it's a product that was introduced to me many, many years ago. Um, it's it's just cell and, and then the word food. And um, it was introduced to me as, I believe it, post add, I'm, I'm not in any way a scientist, so I'm probably butchering this, but it's supposed to like add an olive something. Um, when you put it in your water and make the water more um, absorbable. And I was introduced to it because of my kidney issues that I have. And so um, I, I, it just makes me curious um, it, what my blood analysis would show before and after. That would be fun to do. Maybe I'll travel yeah. to see you. <laughs> I know. Actually, the, yeah, the lady that trained me, she's working on a mail-in kit for blood analysis. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be able to get blood from people all over the world and do analysis remotely. So I'm hoping that that comes out soon yeah. and that we're able to, you know, help people from all over the place versus people having to find a practitioner in their area and maybe they're not being one. So right, right. once we're done with that, then maybe you can send your blood in with cell food. <laughs> <laughs> that would be super cool. All right. So one of the things that we can see in the blood is uric acid crystals. And they kind of look like broken glass in the plasma of the blood. And so that indicates kidney stress and undigested proteins. So again, we'll do um, proteolytic enzymes with that person and then also work to bring the body to more of an alkaline balance instead of an acidic balance. Um, sometimes we see like red 
crystals. They don't look like broken glass. They're just kind of like red beads and blobs within the blood. <clears throat> and those indicate toxicities of the bowel and liver. So then we just have people do, you know, cleanses and detoxes. So I usually have people do like a 30 day cleanse and detox where they're eating mainly, you know, vegetables for the first 10 days, along with liver and bowel cleansing products. And then after 10 days, they add fish. And after another 10 days, they add chicken, but just eating a very clean, primarily vegetarian diet without grains and processed foods and stuff for 30 days. Um, another thing that we see is a lot of potassium deficiency. So one of the other um, one of the other services that I offer is hair tissue mineral analysis, and almost everybody is deficient in potassium when you analyze the hair. So it really? doesn't surprise me that we see so much potassium deficiency within the blood as well. And everybody thinks, oh, well, I'll just eat a banana, <laughs> but right. bananas don't give as much potassium as something like coconut water or avocado if you were to eat avocado every single day or even potato skins so yeah the blood cells get kind of like a spiky appearance to them all the way around the outside they call them um spicula which is like spikes on the red blood cells um another thing that we see is either larger than normal or smaller than normal red blood cells so I mentioned earlier about thalassemia, which is a genetic defect where you have all these little tiny, tiny red blood cells. Um, if you don't have enough folate or B12, then you're going to see these really big blood cells or really small blood cells that are just abnormally sized. And so um, I do a lot of supplementation with folate and B12. And I recently added a product. Um, that has a intrinsic factor included in it. And I use only the methylated forms of the folate and the B12 and then the intrinsic factor. And the intrinsic factor is important because um, if you don't make enough of that in your stomach, in the parietal cells in your stomach, then even if you take enough B12 in your diet, your small intestine isn't able to absorb it without the intrinsic factor. So this supplement includes it and has it all in one place. So your body doesn't have to produce something if it's lacking it. And then we work with your stomach to try to get those parietal cells restored and making the intrinsic factor on its own. It's no secret that Jackie absolutely loves TRS. Here is another fantastic testimony. Our three-year-old has been so much more affectionate and loving. She's autistic and has sensory issues, so her tendency has always been to go off by herself to play, and she would actively avoid social and physical contact. Being incredibly sensitive can be so isolating. 
I'm delighted to report that after six months of TRS, she's so much more sociable and affectionate. It's astounding. She initiates cuddles, welcomes kisses, hugs her big sister, likes hanging out with her little brother, asks grandma to pick her up, and makes sure she's in the company of family regardless of what she's doing. She wakes up every morning with a huge grin, ready to have fun and play. We are so grateful to see our little girl blossoming and joining the world, wanting connection and affection, making eye contact and sharing laughter. Thank you, TRS. For more information, please go to www.deeprootsathomes.com forward slash TRS. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS. Another thing that we see is oval shaped red blood cells. And those usually indicate like a hormone imbalance or they can be just like a, a lack of B12 and folate once again. So I do the same supplementation, but then also work with the person to balance their estrogen levels in their blood. And something that's useful with that is Dutch testing, which is a urine test, which tells basically how are you metabolizing estrogen and how are you excreting it? And there's basically three different pathways that estrogen can take when it's being processed in the body and you want it to go down one specific pathway and not one of the other two because the other two are cell damaging and end up causing cancers related to estrogens. So the Dutch testing kind of narrows down, how are you metabolizing these estrogens? And then is your liver actually getting rid of these things and is it getting rid of it in the proper way? So we just assist that body, the body with that through supplementation. So that, another thing that, yes, go ahead. That's, that's fascinating to me. I did not know there were three different pathways that estrogen can, can take. Um, can you just camp on that for a second? What, what do you mean by three different pathways? So when estrogen is metabolized and excreted from the body there's three pathways that it could take and there's one pathway that you you do absolutely do not want it going down <laughs> and that's the one that's going to cause extreme cellular damage and could lead to cancers so you can use herbs to redirect which pathway this metabolism goes down so japanese knotweed for example is an herb that you can use to direct it down the proper pathway. Then there's a, a, a second or a third pathway that's a little bit like in between the best pathway and the, the damaging pathway. And there's a certain amount that you want going down that pathway, but not an excess. So again, you can use herbs to redirect it. You can use, um, other supplements as well, like I3C and things like that. Right. So this is why some women um, can end up with certain cancers from uh, estrogen dominance. Is this what, is that what you're saying? Yeah, very possibly. I mean, like for instance, women with endometriosis, a lot of times they just are not excreting and metabolizing estrogen. So they might be making enough or they might be making um, 
they might be making enough or they might be making too much, but then they're also um, not metabolizing it properly and it gets trapped in the liver or it gets trapped in another place that it shouldn't be and ends up creating cellular damage. So if you can just keep it moving along and keep it directed down the right path, then that's helpful. And it's hard because, you know, hormones are complicated. There's so many different things that can affect it. I mean, stress is a big thing. Sleep is a big thing. Um, you know, just with how much you produce and, you know, it, estrogen and progesterone can steal from, you know, other hormones and leave you depleted and exhausted <laughs> in those right. other hormones, you know, and so then those organs aren't functioning properly. So it's, it's quite a ball to untangle. Yeah, I can see that. Well, go ahead. I didn't mean to, to stop you there from your train of thought. I just found oh, no problem. Fascinating. No problem. So other things that we see with um, low folate or B12, or it can be related to iron too, but they're all like interrelated. A lot of times if you just supplement with um, B12, people don't need iron. <laughs> You know, like you might see people who are anemic and taking B12 injections, but if you supplement with the methylated B12 and intrinsic factor, a lot of times they don't need those injections anymore. And I've actually seen that in a lot of people that I've worked with. So some of the other <clears throat> things that you can see with the blood is there's um, a red blood cell that's called a target cell. And basically it looks like a donut where the middle of the cell is punched out. <clears throat> So instead of being kind of uniform in color with a little bit of a lighter color in the middle, there's a definite like hole in the middle where, the, where it ends, <laughs> where the, 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 the normal red coloring ends. And then um, you can also see like really faintly colored cells and they call those ghost cells. So they're just much paler than the rest of the red blood cells or maybe all of them are pale instead of like the normal reddish color that you see in a red blood cell. And then another deficiency that we see quite often is um, like incomplete cells that have like a bite out of them or like half of a cell, like a squared off edge to it. And that's related to uh, vitamin C or vitamin A deficiency. So just increasing that supplementation usually will resolve that and make wow. a huge difference. Um, so are you able to actually see different type of cancers in the blood? Or, I mean, obviously you would see like leukemia type, but are you able to, to see other types of cancers in the blood? Um, that's a very difficult question to answer. So I cannot look at somebody's blood and say, I think you have cancer. <laughs> what I have to do, I cannot treat or diagnose. What I have to do is if I see something concerning like an excess number of white blood cells in the blood or a lot of very abnormal cells, then I would just recommend that they see a doctor and get some blood work done. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah. It just seems like you, there's just looking at the blood. If you're able to actually see that if the cell looks this way, you're deficient in vitamin C or 
vitamin D or potassium. Like, um, right. oh, that's just fascinating. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that hematologists look at and, you know, they're able to make a diagnosis. Right. But as a healthcare practitioner, I can't do that and don't want to get into that. Right. But um, I would, you know, definitely help and support people who, who have a diagnosis and we can work from a healthy standpoint, but I, I can't diagnose. Right. My son, I would have loved for you to have been able to look at my son's blood last year. He, uh, my little 10 year old, he had some very, very strange times where his legs just like he would complain he couldn't walk, that they, they hurt, that they couldn't, he didn't have any strength in them and he would get, um, we, we think that it was a long type of situation. He was exposed to COVID through um, his, uh, some family members having COVID. He never had symptoms, but then had these very strange um, long hauler type symptoms. And um, uh, it, I did, and I ended up giving him a, a whole bunch of supplements and a whole bunch of things to try to detox him. But boy, it would have been so helpful to be able to look at his blood and have you look and see, you know, what, what's going on in there. Yeah. Very interesting. Is he better now? He is. It just, um, you know, about the time that I was starting to get, I just kept giving him supplements and kept on, um, and I kept on adding a few new supplements as I thought of different things. Um, and, and then one day he just started getting better. And so, um, I don't know if it was the buildup uh, in his system or if it was, I'm still not sure exactly what was the one thing that helped him versus, you know, another, um, but, but it was, it was, you can imagine as a mother, how worried and concerned I was. I was very close yeah. to having him, um, go in and get, you know, he'd had some basic allopathic testing, but I was very close to going in and having them dig deeper when he started to, to do better. So, um, uh, you know, one of the things I started addressing towards the end was his gut. I started, um, you know, a few more digestive enzymes and things like that. So maybe, maybe, maybe that was helpful, but yeah, I can, uh, cool it would be to just be able to in times where it's mysterious to be able to, to look in the blood, to actually see what's going on on a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's very fascinating. And I really like just combining it with, you know, a lot of the other modalities that I do, because then you have more than one witness. Right. So right. if you do the hair analysis, along with the live blood analysis, then you have confirmation. If there's, you know, two witnesses for potassium being deficient. Yes, yes. For instance, or iron being deficient, or if you have high levels of toxic elements and metals within your blood and you're seeing a lot of toxins within the live blood analysis it's just it's just confirming versus having a red herring <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and how how what a um amazing display of god's creative work you know to see absolutely you, you must just be in awe sometimes over the 
the amazing wisdom of, of our of the Lord and in, in the way he created our bodies. Absolutely. It's like a little cosmos within a slide. <laughs> so and, and so rewarding to be able to actually help others, you know, to see mm -hmm. to be able to see, hey, this is what your blood looked like before and now look at what it looks like. You know, that just absolutely being so rewarding. Yeah. Well absolutely. If somebody wanted um, to work with you, um, would they uh, go to your website? Is that the best way for them to to uh, get in touch with you? Yep, that's the best way. It has every way to contact me on there. There's a contact form. I believe even my phone number is on there. So they could call or text me okay. as well as my email. All right. So that, that's um, yournewvitality.com, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that also in the show notes as well. And um, we would love to have you on another time to maybe talk about some of these other areas that you work with and some of the, some of your other, more of your other stories that you have to share with us. I know that our listeners have been very encouraged through hearing this and, and uh, if nothing else really have their interest peaked and in looking deeper into, you know, um, being able to maybe find someone in their area um, or, you know, uh, learning more about the live blood cell analysis. So I appreciate you so much being on the show. Is there anything more you'd like to share with us before we close? I don't think so. It's just been a pleasure, a pleasure to be able to share about one of my passions and something that I'm seeing really making a difference in people's lives since we are looking at the body from a cellular level. Right. And just working with the body from a cellular level and seeing the changes flow out to the rest of the body, it's it's rewarding. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, and especially in, you know, we're in a day and age where there's all these new diseases cropping up, all these new crazy, crazy illnesses that we've got going on. And I don't think it's going to be stopping anytime soon. So this is just another wonderful tool to to have in your toolbox to know um, how to help people and give them um, some hope, you know, with, when there isn't, maybe they don't, aren't able to get the help that they need through the allopathic route or whatever. So yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. And I hope that you have a good rest of the day. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you so much, Abby. It's been great to be here and I'm happy to come back. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time.